Amyak Voigt, the Seer of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost business in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about beauty. We're chatting about a South African first. We're chatting about health and beauty. And our humble beginnings in a kitchen can lead to an international award. I'm very honored to be joined by Robin Kramer, the founder and CEO of My Abbey. Robin, welcome. Thank you, Yaku. It is so nice to be here. So we start the show with a little bit of a background. How did you end up where you are now? Uh, 24 years in the wellness and health industry. Um, doing all sorts of things, starting off in retail, um, repping, product development, management, sales, training, um, into then regulations and product development, and now into building my own brand. And um, so that, that's my Abbey. That's my Abbey, exactly. And how long have you been at, at, at that? At my Abbey? Yeah. Seven years ago, I started building my Abbey Abyssinian. A hair and body skincare, natural hair and body skincare range in my kitchen. Seven years. Okay. Seven so, years. so, so you, you sort of preempted that now. So what is my Abbey? What, what does it do? What is, what is the business about? So it, yeah, I did preempt that because a, a lot of people ask me, what is my, what does my Abbey actually stand for? And it's short for Abyssinian oil. I'm not sure if, if our listeners have heard about that oil. No, I'm getting no's here, but it is. Actually, a front-running oil worldwide, believe it or not, because in Africa, we haven't heard so much about it. Um, because all the studies that were done on this particular oil were actually done in Europe against other traditional oils like um, argan, coconut oil, meadow farm. These studies came out top in terms of smoothness, per- um, performance, quality, um, essential fatty acids, and also similarity um, in terms of our actual own skin sebum. So it's fascinating oil. But uh, but uh, if I saw correctly, the, the, it originates from, from Africa. That is the best part, exactly. Well, for us anyway, it is it actually is. our origin oil. So it comes from Abyssinia, which is the old Ethiopia. Okay. And the oil grows in in um, in the plant, it actually comes from the bud of the plant. A third of this tiny little bud, you can imagine how much how much produce we need to actually get some to get like you know a small amount of oil out of there. Um, but the actual plant is so fascinating because it grows like a cactus almost in a very hot climate, and because it's so sustainable, it actually uses its own nutrition to sustain itself. Oh wow! So it doesn't actually need a lot of water. Which is the reason why it has, which is the reason why it's so good for our skin and our hair because it has so much essential, it's so much essential nutrients that are specific to actual hair and skin. Okay. So, so you are now privy to these studies that were, was done in Europe and in how did, how did you then decide, okay, I need to take this and turn it into something which then became a business? So Yaku, the story goes, I was trying to find something for my own hair. And my own skin. And I couldn't find, I'm in love with oils, but I don't want anything sticky or greasy on me. I also want something that is very similar to my skin that makes me feel like, almost like I have found this oil. It did everything for me that I, I wanted. So I wanted to share this information and I wanted to help other people also find their perfect hair and, and skin formula. Um, specifically around physiology, um, conditions, people that are suffering 
Um, I actually used to suffer from psoriasis around my face. Okay. So it was very difficult for me to find a, a an oil or especially an oil because I love oils, but I didn't, I was always looking for like a, a cream almost because it doesn't, it didn't really work for me in oil. So when I found this oil, I, I fell completely in love and I just wanted to produce a better form of it than I found originally. And now we, we were starting to talk about that, uh, before the show started. And now you had this idea. Yeah. And now, uh, you in the kitchen or the garage. How, how, how does that love for this idea or whatever start, uh, pro- progress into becoming a product that you can sell? It, it happens uh, with pure passion, drive, determination, strength, perseverance. Um, to get it right, to get something that, that is absolutely perfect. Um, I am a bit of a perfectionist, um, I have to say. Um, but it is, it is something that if you're passionate about and you keep going and you keep, I mean, I think a lot of people will say that even the packaging has, has gone through the mill when it comes to, you know, regulations and, and, and related performance. So, are people going to look at the package and, and understand exactly what it is and, and, and understand that what the reason it's for them? So that needed to, to go through five different packaging changes just to get to the point where people look at it and go, oh, yes, I, I can relate to this. I get this. So, so on that point, would you say that your, your, your background obviously assisted you to go through the sort of regulatory approval process and all that type of stuff. Uh, assuming you didn't have any any of your, your original background, do you think it would have been a lot harder to to get something to market? I, I believe so, although I don't want to say that and I don't want to deter people from, from doing something that they love because they don't have a background in, in regulations. Um, I do feel blessed that I had all the experience that I did have, um, but I did seek I did seek it. Um, now come to think of it in my life, I did actually want to kind of put my fingers in most pies of the industry to understand it enough so that I could then go and, and do what I do now. So it, it definitely was, it definitely was in retrospect part of my plan. But at the same time, it is possible to do it without all that background. It's possible to still do what you want to do because essentially, I mean, I, I don't do a lot of, um, I've never done design work or anything like that, but yet when I started this business, I needed to learn that. So it was, it's something that you can learn as you go. And as long as you're speaking to the right person using your intuition, um, of who you can trust and who you can kind of become connected with and share your, your visions and your stories with, if you can trust your, your outsourced service providers, which is what I essentially had in my business, becomes, it becomes your team. And you can work towards the goal and the dream that you have. So, so I'm still fascinated with the startup uh, side of the business. So, how long from where you started in your kitchen? Yes. To having a a product that was um, how, how can I say testable? Ex- uh, uh, retail ready. Yeah. Well, I, I assume uh, or, or. I assume uh, when you had something that was going, friends and family had to guinea pig first. That's it. <laughs> so that's actually what I was, where I was going to start. When I first, um, 
was when I was first happy with the with the oil and what I had produced, I went to I started off in Soweto and I did case studies on ninety ladies, especially with hair and scalp oil, because my first product was actually the Afri oil. I was more fascinated I'm um, not fascinated, but encouraged in trying to help ladies that were seriously unhappy with scalp issues and um, itchiness on the scalp and tenderness on the on the scalp. So that was where my fascination started with the product. Um, and I, I wanted to I wanted to see the, the the smiles on these ladies' faces because I would, as a natural as a natural therapist, someone that people would talk to, they'd say, "Robin, please help me. I need like my um." Some of my friends would say, "Please, I've got braids and weaves, and I'm 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 pulling my hair out, and I'm I'm inflamed and sore. Please help me." And that's when I started to think, "Well, this is actually something that I'd like to do." And that's when I did the studies in the townships, um, and with unbelievable results. And that's when you you start doing your your, your stability testings and your um, pathogen testings. You got to do you got to do a lot of testings on the products before it can be market ready, and that's how it. That's how it kind of evolves. I assume that uh, that that first ninety must have been very stressful to to know if the passion that you put in is actually going to come to fruition. Yeah. So, so, so how long you know, how long from when you started to to getting to that point? Oh, it was it was instant. Thank goodness. Okay. Uh, the the sm- the smiles. That's what, when I said to you, I wanted to see the smiles because I actually remember. That feeling when I saw the smiles and it was instant. It was like, Oh, ah, the oil and, and how it feels and, and just, just the smell and just putting it on, on the skin and, and on the scalp. I could just see in, just see the, the, the feeling that they got was the same. And we, it resonated with me and I was like, okay, well, this is, this is, I'm on, the, I'm on this path. It, it gives me goosebumps th- thinking about it because that's what, that's what, that's the reason I'm here. That's why. I love this stuff. Then you knew you were hooked. Hooked. Um, so, 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 and now seven years on, how many products um, do you have in your range now? Seven products. Seven. Talk us through it. So we've got very simply, um, and again, I would actually say when when you when I was developing this range, I was very mindful of category because in a, in a suppressed economy that we're in, um, it's very important, I believe, and that's what I feel is is the, is the reason why the product the brand is a, is is winning success because the category across the categories that it runs across are quite large, so you could fit this brand into a natural organic. Uh, category you could fit it into a beauty into a hair into a skin into a body um, and all these categories are quite large so we can imagine you can place it almost anywhere and it will kind of fit in um so that's that's i, I feel a very important part of the of the journey um and so it does move across hair and body so we've got hair oils for all kinds of hair types and we've got face oil makeup remover and a cleanser um, and a cuticle oil and a, oh gosh, and a body oil. <laughs> Simple products, but a range that you can kind of, as a woman, identify easily no matter who you are. So again, not just category, but also cus- uh, consumer non-specific. So very inclusive of anybody and everybody, all ages, all colors, all creeds. So, um, and again, I'm fascinated with the, with this creative process. So how, how do you decide? Um, so you started with the Afri oil. How do you then decide what what is the next product to develop? I think that um, I think 
I don't know if I'm speaking for myself as an entrepreneur or, or other entrepreneurs, but I think what happens is that the market tells you. Um, just like the market has told me kind of what the ring words are. I don't know, that sounds a bit bad, but it actually is not the brand that's, that's giving the, the ring words or the ring, the, the kind of hook words. It's, it's the consumers. It's, it's our customers. It's, it's the love of the brand that, that it kind of, uh, how do I say, cut catapults into, into that. So you'll get, oh, Robin, or can we, you know, you've got this. Do you have this? Do you have this? And then you kind of get the feeling that the market is asking you for, for something else. Okay. And the ring word I'm actually talking about here, just on that topic, is is Abbey Oil. Because I didn't actually know that Abbey Oil would be the ring word. I thought it would be my Abbey because my Abbey's the brand. Yes. People just say, Have you heard of that Abbey Abbey Oil? Or it's just it's just become one of those <laughs> those things. <laughs> just happens. Oh, that's that's awesome. I really, uh, I mean, this is what this show is about: is this entrepreneurial journey, and and you know, you, you don't always. Um, uh, end up where you where you started out, but I mean that's that's part of the the journey. Um, and then you have a, a philosophy around keeping things natural. Yes. Um, is it, uh, I assume that's del- deliberate. Absolutely. Yes. Um, again, because I said I do also suffer with sensitive skin conditions. Um, I've done some studies on this, and I have noticed that ninety percent of consumers will say that they have sensitive skin. Um, it is, it is a, a word that is almost just thrown out there casually. And we can't really specifically say what it means. But from what I, what I see, I think it's just the fact that we are exposed to so many chemicals, um, environmental damage. Um, we're exposed to these, these, these problematic skin or hair, um, environmental damage, uh, components, which, then causes our skin to become sensitive. Some people have more sensitive skin than others. Some people's immune system is a bit lower, so they develop conditions because of that. Um, but essentially, we we do need to use products that are more natural, no matter who you are, because you don't want to be exposing yourself to more of this, chem- more of this chemically induced products, yeah. where um, you may be exposed to these these chemicals, which you don't really need if you have something that can actually really work for you. That's not going to have all this, all okay. this, all these things in it. <laughs> okay, cool. And then, and then you you have this face oil that you went in and made uh, international history with. <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, very exciting stuff. Uh, we were exp- exhibiting at the Sana exhibition in Italy, which is an international exhibition. And hundreds of products are, are being judged by 40 international buyers. And my Abbey face oil, my Abbey face oil rose won the buyers award, the international buyers award for best product to enter Europe. So it is actually a, a very exciting, exciting, um, it's, 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 it's more that it's not actually so, it is exciting, obviously, but the fact that it, it helps the South African category is actually unbelievably exciting because as a South African yes. product and beauty brand, other, other products are now serious and real contenders in the market, in the marketplace globally. Cause ne- because now global buyers will be looking at other, other South African products, which is just a phenomenal, a phenomenal thing. So, so can I assume from that in mm. that you, you are exporting um, your product as well? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, 
and I actually haven't thought about it um, until now. So, uh, in terms of the, uh, this, um, your, your the the core ingredient of your um, of your offering, where do, where do you do you grow it locally, or do you do you import from Ethiopia, or so that's the plan. Okay, <laughs> to uh, grow it. Okay, um, unfortunately, because of um, exporting and um, I, I, it, there's just been. Obviously, the, the suppressed economy globally, we're just trying to kind of access oil wherever we can, okay. wherever we can grow it, and wherever it's going to be sustainable to be able to grow it at this point. But ultimately, I would like to be growing it right here where we are. And and I assume, would that be in a in an artificial environment, or would you go buy a patch in the Karoo, or? I'm still looking for opportunities. <laughs> I'm still looking. This is a whole new project in itself. Okay. Um, and then, and then along this entrepreneurial journey, um, then you, you, um, I almost want to say, what was, what would you say was the hardest part of, of this, of this journey? You know, you know, like you said earlier, you don't want to discourage people from, from going down this route, but, but we know that, uh, you know, they are very, um, difficult and hard times along this journey. Uh, everybody that, that is a true entrepreneur, I think is addicted to it. But what would you say was the, the hard parts along this journey for you? For me, it's the, it's the little voice that, um, that has to keep going, um, inside you that has to keep telling you this is, this is right. This feels right. The intuition to keep focus, to keep vision, um, through all the tough times, through all the, the the hard nose or yeah i mean you you get it it's just it's just it's the journey of being an entrepreneur you you have to keep going you have to keep going especially if you believe and i i do so yeah and and you started the business on your own are you are you still on your own or um have you have you as your team expanded um how does how did that work for you so um yes i started on my own and up until a month um, two months ago, I recently took on a business partner, Nichelle Watson, okay. who I'm so excited to be um, introducing to to our, our little Abby world. Um, she is a phenomenal powerhouse of a woman, very strong with women's entrepreneurship, um, very strong leader, and excellent with with retail and sales. So, what what made you decide to? To bringing a partner. Uh, Yaku, I have two small kids, and I need I need somebody I need support. Um, the business is actually growing a lot, and um, I, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to be bringing on some new, some new eyes, some fresh um, perspectives. All that, and and to me, um, because you, I've I've been through something like that uh, in the past as well. You know, it's like you say. I think that that initial part of that initial hard grind of that entrepreneurial journey, at some point in time, you, you know, it is quite taxing and all that type of stuff. And and you know, you know, maybe having, you, you know, like you say, having somebody to carry the weight with you, yeah. maybe have fresh eyes uh, on the world. You know, that's always always quite uh, relevant. So. Um, if you if you had to to give advice uh, to in, uh, you know aspiring entrepreneurs, what would you say to them? Do it, don't do it. If you haven't got the passion for what you're doing, don't do it. Because 
I don't believe that you can actually get get through the hard times without the passion. Um, and also, um, be mindful about, I really, I really feel, um, that you need to be mindful about category because it is extremely hard out there. And to be able to have, um, something that you can expose yourself across different categories is the essential part of, of, of the, the business world right now. I think to be too narrow and too straight in terms of what, unless you're giving a service or you're offering a, a, a product that is very relevant and, and a huge category right now, it's difficult unless you, you've got that category depth in your, in your product or brand. I think that is amazing advice. Um, if, if I take, uh, in, in my history, one or two of the businesses that I started, you know, you start with an idea, but you haven't really, Necessarily given it all that thought around exactly where it's gonna, where it's gonna place in the market, you know, sometimes it's just a blind passion and you just, you just, go. Yes. but I think, I think what you see there now, you, you know, looking back, um, I think that that's amazing advice is understand where you, where you're going to place and, and yes, because you get stuck, you got all this passion, this great product, but you get stuck in a category and that's not a kind of moving or going anywhere or, that's that can be really tough and really disappointing and really frustrating so so keep the variety there keep the simplicity there and just kind of keep it as broad category wise as you as you possibly can okay so back to my abby um how do people get all of your products so the best place would be online okay. we will deliver it to your door www.myabbyrange.com Okay. You can find it in retail stores and you will be able to find it in a lot more retail stores. Um, however, online is probably the best point that you're going to, you're going to find it right now. I think the, I think anyway, most people after the past two years will default to online. It's probably a, a, an easier thing. And then I've got one last question. We spoke about the range and, and it's obviously, uh, how can I say, uh, female, female orientated, if you want to call it that. <laughs> no. So you spoke about psoriasis earlier. Can I, yes, can I, I buy some of that uh, oil for my dad that's, that's moaning his itchy? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to give your dad some oil. Um, and my husband uses it. He loves it. He uses it every day. Um, definitely not excluding, excluding the guys. I'm sorry it felt that way. No, but no, no. Absolutely no. <laughs> not excluding the guys. In fact, I have a lot of, a lot of men buying, um, face oil, body oil, specifically for these kinds of problems. Okay. Excellent. Robin, thank you very much. I, I like, uh, I'm so, um, uh, inspired by the entrepreneurial journey and, uh, you know, just stuff starting from scratch. Um, and, and seven years later, I mean, if you've, if you've been going for seven years, then, then you know, you've got a real business and you're going international, you're flying the South African flag and that's, it's really inspiring. Yay. Thank you, Yako. It's so nice to be here and thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Uh, remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za.